What's up, friends? Happy Friday. Woohoo! You guys ready for the weekend? I am always ready for the weekend. <laughs> I hope you all had a productive week. I hope you had a week that you got to check a lot of things off your to-do list. And now we're gearing up for the weekend. And I had mentioned I'm going to be popping on with these little weekend pep talks just to, like, get you pumped up for the weekend and making the most out of the opportunities we have on the weekend. I had mentioned I was going to do it bi-weekly, but y'all, let's be real. I am more intuitive and schedules are tough for me, so I'm going to switch it up. I will be bringing you these weekend pep talks intuitively and as inspired, so I might be on here weekly. I might be on here bi-weekly, monthly. We'll just see. But this week, I was so inspired because I had a couple clients in particular that finally took their first step in making food changes. And I wanted to share some of the pieces we pulled from their journey on how they actually got started. And guys, this was not without struggle and not without a lot of discussion and support, but I wanted to spend a minute unpacking this like place that we can get when we're stuck, right? Like when we're, we finally get to this place where we're like, all right, it's time to make food changes. We need to I've got the tools in place. Maybe you bought the Food Foundations e-course or you've signed up for coaching or you've gone and connected with a dietitian in your area, but like you've done the initial work, but now you have to like actually do the stuff at home, right? (laughs) You have to like actually eat the fruits and veggies or actually meal prep or actually walk into a gym. And there can be this sense of like overwhelm that comes with that. And some of it's like, you know, it can feel like a lot, like, oh my gosh, I have so much that I have to do that getting started just feels like heavy and that can be a problem. And there can also be this really strong fear of failure. Like what if I get started and it fails again? Like what if this food freedom journey that I finally like bought into and I'm working on, what if something goes wrong? And I'm here today to give you guys three things to consider And how pulling these three things in over the weekend might actually be your key. Actually, I know it's your key (laughs) to getting started and finally getting unstuck. Okay, so number one, when you decide to start on an empowered eating journey and you're like, all right, give me the intuitive eating. I'm going to let go of diet culture. I am going to learn to eat with my body. When you come to this place, there's something really, really important that we have to keep at the forefront of our mind. And that is that this is a journey, not a destination. Every single diet you've ever been on has been a destination. It's been, I want to lose this amount of weight. I want to, you know, hit this uh, size of my jeans, whatever. Like there's been a destination when you're on this empowered eating journey. Guys, it's totally different. I always say, like, let's use a scientific method here. You know, we set a hypothesis. We implement some methods. We evaluate our results. And then we look back at our hypothesis. Was it right or was it wrong? And depending on the results we got from our little experiment, like, what do we do next? We have to maintain this posture of curiosity. So in reality, your empowered eating journey, guys, it is fail-proof. Like, you cannot fail. (laughs) There's no way to fail. Because if we, even if, like, worst case scenario, something happens that you didn't want. Like, let's say um, you gain weight and you weren't intending for that. Or let's say you lose some strength or some muscle mass and you didn't intend for that. Okay, that's biofeedback. And we go back to the drawing board and we adjust. So it's truly a fail-proof fail-proof method when it comes to eating. So number one, maintain that posture of curiosity and check that judgment at the door. It has no business here. Number two is when you walk into empowered eating and you feel like your list of things to do is a million miles long, guys, we got to break it down to the first steps. You do not have to do everything in once. In fact, I never 
recommend people do all of the things at once. When folks come see me and they're like, I want a meal plan. I want all the macros. I want da 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 Give me the recipes. I usually am like, mm, hold the phone. Like, are, how many fruits and veggies are you eating? Are you drinking enough water? Because some of these basic steps, although they're basic and we think we should be doing them, we're not. And so start with the easiest course of action, and that's going to build momentum, and you're going to be so much farther along than you ever realized just by picking up on the things that feel like the path of least resistance to start, right? And I have to tell you, I compare this to my podcast journey here. When I decided to start this podcast, what, it's been a year and two months now, I was so overwhelmed. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know a thing about computers. Like, what mic do I get? I don't even know how you get a podcast on the internet. Like, what do you, (laughs) I didn't even know any of it. And I had to start doing one thing at a time. And breaking it down in those little bite-sized pieces was something that allowed me to get to a place I never dreamed of. I mean, I never would have thought I'd be here today sitting at over 60,000 downloads connected with so many of you. Guys, it's like that in our, our relationships, our business life. It's also like that with our food. When we're trying to make changes, we have to break it down into bite-sized pieces or bite-sized steps to get us started. And there is no shame in going with the path of least resistance and picking up on things that feel easy at first. You know, if fruits and veggies are not your jam and you absolutely hate them, don't start there. You know, let's start with adding in protein. Let's start with adding in water. And once we get momentum with that, then we start with something a little harder. Then we start with maybe adding, you know, smoothies into your day to get some fruits and veggies in because you still don't like chewing fruits and veggies, but maybe you could drink them, right? So we start and there's a snowball effect. Guys, this is where accountability can be super helpful, whether it's accountability at home, like ask your spouse to help you, ask your best friend to help you, get one of um, your health coaches on board. Like let's get people around you where you share these goals that you're setting, these bite-sized goals, and ask them to hold you accountable because that can actually increase your likelihood to stay committed by to 95%. You are 95% likely to accomplish a goal when you share it with someone. So find that accountability. Okay, so number one, my posture of curiosity. Number two, what are the first steps you can take and the first easy steps you can take to get started? And number three, can you start on Saturday? Guys, so many people start on Monday and I I just, I don't understand why. Like I, I do understand that Monday comes and it's like responsibility on fast forward, right? The weekend is where we kick our feet up and we try to relax and unplug, but Mondays are stressful. And if we think about the physiology and the neurochemistry of behavior change, we actually need extra energy and extra glucose in our brain to actively be mindful and choose something different than what we've done before. So like if you've never eaten breakfast or breakfast has always been Um, high carb, no fruits and veggies, no protein, to like think that we're going to wake up Monday morning and have the energy to number one, do all of the things that we're asked to do and all of a sudden implement like these changes that can be challenging and inconvenient. I think it's setting us up to make things harder. It's not impossible. I mean, you can definitely do it, but it doesn't make it easy. And I'm all about like, let's make it easy. Let's do what works. And I know Saturdays are a day we like to turn off, but We have space on Saturdays. We have peace. We have um, generally people aren't working. I know some of you are. My husband works shift work. So for all my shift workers out there, just modify this uh, week timeline to your days off. But start on a day that doesn't come with the endless to-do list and all of the chaos that comes on a Monday morning. And lastly, the thing I like about making the change on Saturday is that 
Saturdays are kind of a sacred day, right? Are we all in agreement that Saturdays are sacred? When we decide to make space for our changes with food or exercise or whatever it is we're working on, when we decide to do that on the sacred day, guess what? We are sending the message to ourselves that what we are doing is worth it. It is so important and so sacred to us. And we are so, our health is so valuable that we are making space for it on a Saturday. So let's get started, not Monday, but tomorrow. And again, remember, you don't have to implement your whole fuel plan and you have to do it all. Let's just start with some of those basic steps that you are wanting to implement that seem a little bit tougher during the week. Let's start it on a Saturday morning. And as you start it, maintain that posture of curiosity. Find out what works, what doesn't work, and you are going to grow every step of the way, guys. All right. I hope you all have a fabulous weekend. I know I am excited. If you've been following me on Instagram, I got a new puppy. (laughs) Not planned. Such a blessing. He is the cutest thing ever. He is a rescue Bernie Doodle. He's sitting right here next to me asleep, making little pumpy grunts. You guys know what I'm talking about. My weekend will be full of puppy and a little bit of taxes. Ugh, it's that time. Got to get cranking on that. (laughs) See, I'm going to do that on a Saturday. Um, Not because I want to, but because I know I can't do it on Monday. It's way too stressful. And I know it's an important thing to do because my sanity during the week is important to me. So I'm going to carve out a little bit of time on Saturday to implement some of those responsible adulting things that I don't always love to do. Man, I'm going to feel better Saturday night. Wishing you all a wonderful weekend with some space for getting started on whatever it is that you have been not wanting to start, but you know, and I know you deserve to give yourself. So have a wonderful weekend, friends. Cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.